uh, trying to get my uh, knees uh, in shape. Knees are important as you get older. You'll see that. And lower back. I'm doing all these like gluteus maximus uh, butt. Uh, now that, I mean, that sounds weird, but it's literally just like standing. It's all you, you get on your hands and knees and you lift your back leg up. And I'm doing these butt exercises. This is another thing for anybody growing older is uh, you were all growing older is uh, back health is back health. And uh, if you sit down a lot, I think a society, everybody's loving these computers and podcasting and making beats and, and final cutting and rocking out. But they're on there in writing code and tweeting and all that. But everybody's sitting down and your gluteus maximus um, starts to uh, get out of shape. Your butt, you get that flat ass. But uh, but you should work on it in order to get lower back health it's all about your butt that's what i read this year i got this yoga book um and i read about that and i was like oh shit i gotta i'm gonna do that i've always had kind of a flat ass <laughs> so i'm not doing it for any type of uh uh any type of uh vanity reasons it's more for back i think back is posture and back is a lot of it um keeping the machine keeping the uh the 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 uh, what is it? The cocoon, the body is like the spirits in there. And then the body's like this thing that you can move around and dance. We are all spirits living in the material world, all spirits living in the material. That's from the police. Uh, I've been rocking a lot of tunes. I was going to talk. We're going to talk a lot about music and food. On this episode, that's the notes I wrote down because I've, I've been going off on Spotify. Uh, I've been putting on my headphones, which means I've been doing a lot of dishes. <laughs> that's my move. I put on uh, I don't have like uh, Apple iPods. I got something I, somebody gave me with like some cheap like plastic joints that I love. that just kind of wrap around and they sync Bluetooth tile. And then I just knock out with my Spotify. I rock out. Um, tunes but uh the things i got obsessed about but going on that police tangent check out there's a group called supergrass now supergrass is amazing like uh they are literally like a like it's like garage rock art garage rock like it's like if nirvana like didn't do heroin and just smoked super good weed in the early 90s. The dude has the dopest voice in the band arrangement. It's just simple, like, but it has a pop sensibility. And the guy writes really well and his voice is dope and they change it up. If you're looking for something like deep, but this one, they re-released a a police tune. Like the police have some bangers, man. Uh, But next to you, check out Supergrass, them doing the police next to you and then here's another one for all you hip-hop heads out there funky four plus one that's the joint if you want to know the very first hip-hop song that was ever played on Saturday Night live was a group called the funky four plus one in 1979 and it's called that's the joint and uh the beasties sample it like it has this amazing female rapper the first like super dope female rapper even before roxanne Shante was shy rock and shy rock i think she was in the wild style movie um if wild style was like the original documentary on uh new york hip-hop culture with graffiti if you ever want to sit down and watch something amazing check out wild style if you really want to know where the source of hip-hop is it's uh it's definitely in the movie uh, wild style because it's all about graffiti a little bit of break dancing more graffiti more art the thing about graffiti that I always like, it's a uh, it's a little illegal. <laughs> not that it's uh, not that I like illegal thing. I do like rebelling. But I, as I've always said, like, I don't think violence, uh, violent rebelling is whack. Negative rebelling is whack. I like positive. I like going right. Like, I think pacifism, uh, Martin Luther King, Bob Marley. Um, peace, love by any means necessary. 
And now I'm gonna fire up some herb. My all my friends, I went out to that dope show. Shout out to uh Zamir and Gabe Pacheco, uh that run the fun house comedy show that I did in Brooklyn at Pete's Candy Store. It is the coolest fucking venue. It's not for comedy. It's mostly like singer songwriter shit, but it's well lit. And then there's a great backyard. And this show is on Wednesday and it starts around 10 p.m. It's a little later than most. I actually I didn't drink, but I felt kind of hungover because I went on kind of late and it was it was a good late. It was a late, weird, stony, drunk Brooklyn crowd. But I got them and it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, my set went really well, meaning I got him was like I felt good about my set. I mean, it wasn't great, but in terms of pan post pandemic, like all the pieces were there. Like a lot of times I've been doing stand up. It's been feeling like weird jigsaw puzzle. I've been hiding out a lot, dodging fucking Delta. Uh, I just got my booster shot. Yeah, I did the show after my booster shot. I got my booster shot. I went not the. I just I got I got to lead by example, as they say, I got both my shots, Pfizer, and then I mixed up and went Moderna next level um, for the booster because the numbers are creeping up and I ain't digging that shit and kids are getting it. I'm like, fuck, man, if they're going to close this shit down. A kid start getting it. Um, and we're just starting to open back up. So people, man. Wear your fucking mask. Tell your fucking redneck cousin to get vaccinated and let's get this shit done. Um, but at the same time, you can't tell people hate. I'll say it again. I've always said it. People hate being told what to do. You got to live your life, brah. And right now uh, I got some great cannabis here. It's the last bowl of the day. I mean, it's not the last bowl. I, I after this, like I ran out of herb, I went four days. I'll talk about this is like the first night. It was like rough. Like my sleep. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I've been smoking really hard the last few weeks. I should uh, just stop for a week. So I stopped for like four days and the first day. Yeah. But the second day I was on point, started getting a lot of shit done and all that. But then something I always realized when I stopped smoking, then like uh, I get almost too laser focused and two uh there's that thing about living in the moment and living too far into the future yeah but performing was so much fun um doing stand-up and i got some great shows coming up i actually got a huge show president day weekend in brooklyn new york <clears throat> at a venue called littlefield february 20th i'm headlining or it's my show it's called rob cantrell and super friends uh i haven't decided who i mean i've put some feelers out there and you know i've worked with a lot of cool cats and we'll see who's around i'm sure i'm gonna drum up but buy the tickets anyway. Go to Littlefield, Rob Cantrell and Super Friends. Whoever I book on, it's not going to be whack. And you know my vibe. My vibe's going to be there. So I don't know if I'm hosting it or I'm going to headline it. I haven't figured it out. I just booked the date um, and I called it Rob Cantrell and Super Friends. So I'm going to have some Super Friends on there. Uh, and it's going to be on the Sunday. So everybody has work off on Monday. So I got the Sunday night. The place holds 350. So I need everybody to come out and check it out. So put that on your calendar. February 10th. I mean, February 20th, uh, 2022 at Littlefield in Brooklyn, New York. There's Eventbrite out there. So Google that up and uh, get it popping. Uh, but then the couple shows I'm doing the barn in Egremont, Massachusetts is a cool like live music venue. Like this is somewhere uh, the band or Robbie Robinson would play uh, the barn. Check it out. Uh, I'm doing one night there. I'm doing a quick on December 3rd in Egremont, Massachusetts, and then just quick spots in New York here and there. Like I don't have anything booked this weekend. I had a couple things. 
but they kind of fell through. But with the numbers creeping back up and I had a good set last night, I'm like, okay, I'll just, you know, cool out for a minute. And I got a bunch of stuff to edit. And this podcast is a day late. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, performing that night in the booster shot. Um, I didn't feel like just getting on the mic and kind of grinding through it. I want to give you the full effect of the cannabis ca coffee hour. Um, and I'm definitely enjoying this, uh, this coffee. I've already, and that bowl was a brilliant. Um, and it's that rainy day, you know, it's just that, it's that you want to put on Alice in Chains and, you know, <laughs> uh, Hey, you pass me down that bottle. Um, but yeah, Alice in Chains is a good. I'm not related to Jerry Cantrell, but I'm sure we are somewhere down the line. Um, because my family has a, so many musicians in it. And they're all from this. I think he's comes from kind of the same tree somewhere. But uh, I'll tell you what I'm real. What really speaking of like the, what Jerry Cantrell with Alice in Chains, what you why they're so good is the harmony. Lane Stanley and Jay, Jerry Cantrell is their harmony. When those two dudes voices come together, it just hits a fucking emotional pocket. And then the guitar sick, um, just the tone where they were going, like they kind of started off as like almost a glam band, like coming out of that cheese metal shit. And then they never was fully grunged out. Like people lump them into all that because it's Seattle or whatnot. But um, they were going, it felt like almost country rock. Like it really felt like the song I've been listening to is the Eagles, man. The Eagles are uh, a super group of singer songwriters that have great harmony. Uh, harmony is where it's at, man. And that's what this country needs. And that's what the world needs now is love. Sweet love. I did see a little bit of that SNL sketch with Dionne Warwick. Warwick Roar. Uh, I don't fuck that up. I'm too high to say her name. Uh, Warwick. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to get tripped up. Uh, but that SNL, the last episode, they've been doing good. I've been seeing the. I, I got to sit through the clips. But the clips that I did check out, uh, the one with Tracy Morgan, the one at uh, the bathroom sketch, I fucking loved. Um, but I got to go through those. I like watching SNL on YouTube um, the next day or th through the week. I'll put up some sketches. But uh, but the song by the Eagles that I love is the Seven Bridges Road. And uh, and that is a great song. And it's all acapella. Well, no, there's some great ripping guitar. Joe Walsh is a great singer songwriter. Uh, Land of Illusion, check that tune out. Sick. That has some metaphysical Buddha fucking deepness to it, but without being uh, spiritually elitist. Does that make sense? Coffee, coffee, coffee. Slurping up some coffee. Um, but yeah, uh, Seven Bridges Road is a harmony. It's a very country... I've been listening to a lot of, I don't know, man. I think we're all, or maybe just me. I have this pull to go towards so much nature stuff and country music kind of gives you that earthy feel. And, uh, you know, cause we're on these computers. The other day I was on my phone and I just, I kind of popped out of myself and looked at myself like from another angle and was like, Dude, you just sat in that chair just looking at that piece of plastic for a half hour. But if you're listening to this on the phone, uh, which I do, I, a lot of times I, I hate on technology and I love it all at the same time. I think that's natural. But yeah, the Eagles. Seven Bridges Road is the most hard. There it goes like this. This is the beginning. It goes there are stars in the southern sky. There's a rock 
Um, yeah, so it's a they sing. It's just a beautiful song. Great song. It's been covered a million times, but uh, that's kind of a to get your classic rock jams out. You everybody needs a few classic rock jams in their Spotify playlist. Got to get the lead out. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, I'm going to throw a this new band that I've been digging. I've been really digging. I've been just pumping these dudes tune. The Parquet Courts uh, got some great tunes. Um, that's a great new band, a New York band, a Brooklyn band. You know, uh, they've been around for like good 10 years. Like there's so much media out there, like so much goes on that you, you're like, oh, I found this new band. And then you're like, oh, shit, these motherfuckers been playing for a while. Um, and I'm sure that's like with comedy and maybe even this podcast. But check out Walking at a Downtown Pace by the Parquet Courts. These dudes are ill. Uh, and Tenderness by the Car Parquet Courts. Those are the two great songs I put on my playlist. Um, and I haven't even, I've been playing a lot of Walking Down. And then I just got turned on by the, well, this is one of their, this was their highest rated song, but it's, uh, if you like Fugazi, if you like Minor Threat, if you like art, it's like, it's good progressive art rock without feeling um, too pretentious, you know, and it's uh, definitely danceable um, a lot with music. And then uh, the, on the opposite end of that, because the parquet courts are dope, I would say they have got, you know, they're rated on in on pitchfork websites and, you know, uh, kind of, you know, progressive rock indie type shit. And sometimes that stuff is like so niche that you're like, who? it's almost like high end art. You're like, what? But some parquet courts just rock the house. Um, but uh, check out. And then a bit on the opposite end of that bad religion, we're all going to die. I put that on there. And then uh, bad religion is great. Um, punk rock. I don't know. I still like some good punk rock now and then. But on the opposite end of that, widespread's panic driving song. And that one's mostly acoustic and it's like the mandolin and I think the banjo. Um, so I've been rocking that. Free by Cat Power. That's a classic. That's like her main jam. Um, but I know she's evolving and growing more and has more songs than that. But that's the song I got introduced to. Um, if you want to hear some good go-go, Gogo is from uh, where I was born, Washington, D.C. Um, but the classic Gogo is Gogo music is a funk live uh, instrument, almost like hip hop, but with a band. Um, but Bustin' Loose by Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers. Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers, Bustin' Loose, I put on the... Uh, on the Spotify playlist. I promise you that this podcast is not me just getting high and reading out my Spotify <laughs> playlist, even though that might make a good podcast because uh, I'm all over the map with this. This uh, I, I, I just I went nuts on this thing, man. What you know about memos from Turner by Mick Jagger? That's a good one. Uh, it has a nasty fucking drum. Uh, probably the nastiest funkiest drums is can't you hear me knocking by the rolling stones and uh it's hard to duplicate that i've just been doing a lot more like making beats i listened to the last i made some funky beats for the outro on the last podcast and then i put this weird guitar loop on there and it just didn't fit when i listened to the podcast you know i'm experiment i what i want to do is just keep on pushing new sounds and new ideas I don't want to have a podcast where I'm just like talking about current events all the time. You know, I, I like talking about meditation. Um, I like to talk about growth, stretching, um, a little exercise, a little coffee, a little weed, a little comedy, uh, a little me, a little you. Um, and a little bit about food. Uh, I did ha have a whole role like I was feeling what I did, like the the, the booster shot did hit me a little bit. Uh, but I think I also performed that night. So I was out to like I did. I got my booster and then I did a set of comedy 
and it, I actually had a good set. And then I hung out for a while and then I stayed up a little bit. And so I didn't get to bed till like 2.30. So that probably wasn't wise. The next day was Thursday and that's when I was like feeling down. But you know what I did? I baked a whole thing of biscuits. And then I had some leftover salmon. And then I whipped up two eggs. Like I put two eggs in a coffee cup, a clean coffee cup. And then I get my fork and I just go. <laughs> you want to know how to make fluffy, fluffy eggs. That's how you do it. You got to get the bubbles. I could get the bubbles going. <laughs> put it in the coffee cup, put two eggs in there. You get your fork and then you go. <laughs> do that for like 30 seconds, man, like zend out. And then you pour it into a hot pan that's buttered up and then you get the eggs moving. But what you're looking for is the air bubbles. Once you're doing the you're getting eggs, you're getting you're putting you're putting air into the eggs, which makes it fluffy and cloudy. So I got these fluffy, fluffy, buttery eggs with these uh, freshly baked biscuits. And then I had some leftover salmon kale salad thing but i like i chopped that up really fine and then i put it over the eggs oh man it was and then i cracked pepper to be a good cook if you want a shortcut is 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 fresh cracked pepper fresh cracked pepper and sea salt if you start with that and then i fuck with a spray avocado oil and a spray and pam and then some good butter. If you have that, you could cook anything and make it taste great. It's uh, keep it simple, stupid. I was thinking about getting a. That's like a saying in. Uh, I forget if it was in guitar. There's something, something that's saying keep it simple, stupid. Um, in some type of discipline like that. That's a saying. It's a. It's a saying. I forget what it is, but I was thinking about calling a comedy show that. Or maybe that would be good for a podcast. Um, but I like this podcast, the Cannabis Coffee Hour. This is the best podcast um, that I've heard in a while. But please check out uh, the Patreon if you want to watch the video portion of this uh, podcast, because we're getting out there. I reached out to a couple of big guests, but it started raining. Um, you know, I got friends in comedy that I haven't podcasted with that I'm sure I will, but I also love, love doing the solo ones. But then like the last episode, my, uh, juicer blew up. I had, I got to get a neutral bullet. I had the ninja. The ninja lasted me three years. And then it started working. And then it gave me the pump fake, man. It started working. This was the crazy thing. Did I talk about this? I can't tell. I know I told you about the ninja imploding, but then I called the ninja company, the blender company. And then they called me back. And then when they called me back, I plugged it in and it started working without the dude even telling me anything. And I was like, I don't really need you. This thing's working. And I drank a great smoothie. But then the next day, it stopped working again. It gave me the pump fake. It gave me, this is the last time I'm going to make a smoothie for you, kid. And then I got, a, I got this big hunk of plastic. But then my buddy, Mark Theobald, who's been on the podcast, I was talking to him on the phone. And he said that... Uh, Best Buy will take your electronics back. So I feel good about this because I felt bad about it. It was like three years in this plastic, big fucking plastic juicer. And it has like four attachments with fucking gallon thing. Like if I wanted to make a gallon of biscuit gravy, you know, I could do that. If I want to make a gallon of uh, salsa cheese, I could do that. Like uh, it had all these attachments and shit. And then in three years, it just burned out. And all that plastic can't be absorbed by the earth. Man, that is such a bummer. They need to make plastic that's biodegradable, biodegradable plastic. 
that's where the, they need to go. And um, because it's just all these plastic parts, it says made in China or something. Um, but I know it's not made in America. Uh, and that's why these things like are, you know, it's just these plastic parts is just bum me out. That's the thing I'm just bummed about. And but I do. I'm glad that we are evolving and that something as mainstream as Best Buy, you can just go down there and return it. So hopefully, you know, they'll know what to do with it, because I sure as hell don't in terms of uh, processing it and not affecting the planet. You know, the I am I do believe in global warming. I do got to get better with straws. I fucking fuck with straws. Um, and I do get mad about the, the cardboard ones suck. But, you know, um, yeah, they need to get some uh, good straws that are biodegradable. Got to get to some bio. It's all about biodegradable. It's all about going back to the earth, like how simple that is. And that's why I think about the ego, how like we're all connected to the earth, like we're made of the same matter that trees are made of that 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 rocks are made of 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 dirt's made of and really the human body is worm food we get decomposed and then the worms eat our brains and then the flowers grow from the worm shit um we are a part of it that's the oneness of nature that you have to accept that fact um so we're a part of it so if we're if everything's biodegradable, then we can keep it moving a little bit better. Um, but I do believe in uh, your spirit and all that, uh, too. But I don't want to go. I don't want to make this some type of weird spiritual podcast. I don't want to. I think, you know, as I've always said, with comedy and, and God, spirituality or preachiness or any of that, like the more you talk about it, the further you get from it. <laughs> Uh, but I had some bait. I had a the one thing, man, I had a bagel and lock uh, this morning. I splurged. My juicer went down. I needed some good fish in the system. So the last two days I've had salmon. And I do think like fish oil, like that oil of fish, like that's the good stuff. That's what your cells like. I think your cells and, you know, your body and your skin Whenever I get to eat salmon or swordfish or any of that, I jump at the chance so I can skip just a day of chicken or meat or, you know, I've been doing a lot of pizza and, and biscuits. So a lot of bread, this like I not and bread is awesome. And it's not about the vanity reasons. And I do. But I do feel my gut like over my 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 belt right now just because I did eat a roll of biscuits and I've been fucking up slices like nonstop this week. Um, but, uh, the thing about bread is the sugar because it's just becomes sugar and it, that's not good for your nervous system, especially if, but that's why it's nice to have a little bit of herb, uh, to calm that down. But the bagels and locks, man, it's, it's expensive, but I think that the nutritional value of having a good fish um, is amazing. And this had like uh, cucumbers and it had the uh, little green things. I love those capers, salty ass capers. I love that shit, man. Onions. Um, yeah, the North has has bagels and lox and the South has biscuits. And they're both really, really good. But the bagels and lox is actually probably uh good for you it's like good for it's actually really good for your skin and heart um i just think that fish protein that fish oil is just good for you i love uh love fishing like i've always said the vet, the best meal i had I, that's what i dream about going fishing i need to go fishing but i don't want even want to do fly fishing or deep sea fishing i want to do zebco real i got a bologna sandwich and three joints rolled and i go out to a pond with a zebco reel and i went to a place that sells night crawlers and i got a bunch of night crawlers and then i just go fishing for the day and then i take a nap in the sunshine in the grass after i ate a bologna sandwich and i never touched my phone and i looked up at the sky i got bored i got bored <laughs> boredom is the new cocaine <laughs> 
<laughs> get bored, people. Everybody get bored. Yo, bored is because nobody's bored now. Dude, that's so fascinating. All of the shit that's going, the Rittenhouse case, all the fucking uh, politics, the podcast and the canceling. It's fascinating. The COVID. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. But the only thing is, it's definitely not boring. And nobody knows. I, I'm, I'm saying you got to get bored. People that I grew up, it was I was bored a lot for hours before the Internet. You were just bored for out. You just be at your same boring house just for hours, just sitting there reading the same books that you read a bunch of times because I wasn't allowed to watch TV, which was great. But it made me a TV fiend. That's the only thing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Maybe not. Uh, no, I was just as I grew up, my mom and dad wouldn't let me watch TV. And then but I loved watching TV and any chance I got to binge watching TV, I did. So it's like the thing that you push away is like what the kid ends up liking. And that's what happened to me. But now I think I've absorbed so much media and I have it and I wasn't used to it. Now I'm kind of like I love making my own media. I like making movies, shorts, doing stand up or you know, I, uh, something I read today was just like, you really got to watch what you consume um, in terms of media and visuals and stuff like that. And there's so many different podcasts out there, but sometimes uh, it's nice to check things out, but then, you know, kind of control it. But with this podcast, you definitely need to like and subscribe. And I'm going to keep it funky and fresh and ever changing and ever moving in uh, different and fast, slow directions. Um, I do have a nice glass of seltzer water over here that I should take down because I am feeling a little dry um, in terms of I'm just like pounding this coffee. And I was excited to do this podcast um, I got this like alkaline drops um, and I've been putting the alkaline like the certain like a, it's like cleans your water and like makes the water um, I, don't, I do trust it I won't I, I won't plug it just yet my my wife got it but it's the good stuff um, so I got this like super water I've been drinking It could be it's it's I don't know. There's something about alkaline. I think you can do the same thing if you squirt uh, a little lime juice into your um, water. It's just like your stomach health, your gut health is a lot of the gig. Um, and then I also been uh, since I always have like a case of emergencies. Do you guys fuck with emergencies? Like I was running hard. I think I was just ran myself low. I think the seasons are changing. It's getting cold and wintry. I'm just doing late night shows. I was getting booster shots. So I've been rocking some emergency because uh, the numbers are kind of going up in these weird uh, northern towns. Well, I saw it that it was like it's where people are gathering. It's where it's cold. So people are going inside and stuff and hanging out. And uh, that's what they're saying. But I don't want to talk about COVID. I want to talk about coffee. I want to talk about some herb and some biscuits. Uh, but yeah, I've been uh, I've been I, I meditated 20 minutes. I did my stretches. I'm enjoying the herb. I'm kind of looking forward to the fall. Definitely looking forward to the winter. Looking to get out to Colorado. I want to go snowboarding. I learned how to snowboard in Aspen, Colorado. Right after college, my friends all moved to Aspen and they weren't like rich kids. They just moved there uh, and started working. There's like that. There's like a year or two right after college that people like because they know like the big get downs about the get down and that's life. But the life, the get down is always there. But a lot of people I, I grabbed the job right out of college, but some people will go I had some friends that just skied out there 
Um, and so they, they, my friend had a place, my friend, Tom, I don't want to give out his government name. Um, but, uh, I stayed with him when I was in Denver, but he lived in Aspen and he worked at the liquor store and they had a room in the basement and he lived in the basement for like cheap rent. And this is like the most expensive real estate in the world. Well, I don't know in, in America. And it's right next to the mountain, the ski mountain. And I stayed there and I learned how to snowboard from my other friend, Brad, who was an, an instructor, a snowboard instructor. And he lived there too. And uh, I stayed on their couch for a month too kind, but you can only get away with this shit when you're like 22. Um, I think I was like 25. Yeah, it was after it was a few years. I was like 25, 26. Um, but I learned how to, cause I, I skied, but I didn't know how to snowboard. But then I, what I'm talking about is that they, they, there was a mountain called buttermilk. Buttermilk mountain is like the smooth mountain. It's like the novice mountain. Like I'm not some extreme skier. I just like being in nature and I like the turns. That's my thing with snowboarding is that I learned snowboarding is just two turns. And once you get that, you can work your way down any mountain. But buttermilk is this, they call it buttermilk because it's just beautiful and wide and open in just a slow, gradual decline. Whereas the Aspen Mountains, like, you know, that's like professional fucking hardcore double diamond shit where buttermilk's just like this super chill, beautiful side of a mountain, which is perfect for snowboarding. And I had these tapes. This was like in the 90s. I would tape uh, PGC, which was, was the hip hop station. And they would play, they would DJ hip hop all night long. And after midnight, you would get the best DJs and they would drop the most obscure tunes and weird shit. That's how you found out about shit. Or they just had their own flavor. That's the thing. It was like most because DC, they would throw go-go in there. DC always listened to different hip hop, like uh, Tribe Called Quest was big. Brand Nubian was big. Um you know, it was like really good, con real, like it was like the best of New York with a little bit with a little bit of a go go swing. You know, they would throw go go in there. It was just so the DJs were just what I'm saying is that they were dope. And I would have these great tapes and I used to give them to people even in college and they loved them. Um, people that liked hip hop. And uh, but I had this one that they had that uh, Nori who does the drink champs uh, and Neptunes. And I've talked about this songs uh, before. It's like Super Thug. Super Thug, I think, is the song. But I had it on, the, like, I had, I remember I had the yellow cassette, like the yellow Walkman, like the sports Walkman, the big yellow thing with the clip over joint. Um, but I had the tape and I was, and the, the guy was extending that beat. And it's this really like almost 007, uh, James Bond like music with a sick hip hop beat over it. And I remember I had that in my thing in my headphones and I was snowboarding and I just learned how to snowboard. I skied for years, but I just learned and it was a sunny day and it was during the week. And this is when I was crash. I quit my job and it was right before I started doing uh, stand up comedy in San Francisco. I quit my job like a professional headhunting job that I did for like three years. And I, but I on my way out west, I hung out in uh, in Aspen for a month and I learned how to snowboard and I got to do it on buttermilk when nobody was there on the most beautiful day. And it was all powder. And I, I just was making these big, wide fucking curving turns. And I remember like how the sun hit the snow and went into like the green like pine. You know, it was just like this weird light. And I'm just coming down the mountain and it was like. This beat was like, it was just the most sickest feeling. It was like one of those, that's like one of those golden memories that I had that there was just a moment in time that it was just like, oh my God, this is like the, you know, and I had worked this job awful job for like three years it wasn't awful it paid well but it was like a sales job and i had to wear a suit and tie 
And I had to, uh, you know, pretty much cold call, you know, all day long and make sales. You know, it's just hard. The thing about sales is like it's just hardcore, you know, scrapping and yapping, hustling. But if you don't enjoy it, it's no fun, man. It, it, you know, it wasn't a pleasure. It was a hustle. And then, you know, that's when I decided I wanted to go into something creative. You know, I was just like, these aren't my cats, you know, and that was the other thing was like, you know, I don't even watch sports. <laughs> you know, I don't play golf. I don't like any of that shit. Uh, and these guys like, you know, the sales cats, you know, they all play sports or go to sports games or play golf. I like weed and surfing and snowboarding and making beats um, and doing stand up. So what I'm saying, it was just such a, I remember it just being such a feeling of release, like a stepping into a new person. And the new person I'm becoming is this person now that has a weed and coffee podcast and does stand up comedy. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just really appreciative. Even of all the things I've done, I'm just so appreciative of all of them because they led to this moment and this moment's dope. Uh, let's all remember this moment by liking and subscribing to the Cannabis Coffee Hour podcast. Um, I've had a great time with you guys. I think, uh, you know, we've had some herb. We've had a little bit of coffee. We've talked about music. Um, we've talked about food. We've talked about biscuits. We've talked about salmon. What else is there to talk about? Um Love, 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 love. The Beatles, have I been listening to some Beatles? Some, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But uh, Humble Pie, I've been definitely listening to. And uh, yeah, shout out to the Parquet Courts. Uh, yeah, if you're into like Fugazi, um, check that out. There's this other song called Fugazi by the Long Beach Dub All-Stars. That's the trip. That's the uh, the it's sublime without Brad's Bradley, the uh, lead singer. They had their first album was really cool, man. I played it. I remember having it on cassette when I first moved to San Francisco and I lived in a hostel for over a year. I didn't even li I lived in the hostel for like maybe a month. And then I got a job there and then I was a little bit older. So I, I kind of moved up the ranks. But so I got to stay in this like illegal house in the back. And my roommate was from London, this kid that was like a total skateboarder, weed dealer. And uh, but he was also a great cook. He was like going into professional. That was a great life, man. That, I mean, that was a great. Moment. But I remember having that Long Beach dub star uh, out uh, cassette now they have this song called um they got they got this song called um Ugazi. that's sick well it's uh, I mean, it's good check it out it's just got the same uh baseline of waiting room waiting room by fugazi the bass it's one of the best bass lines up there i mean for me it's one of my favorite bass lines is fugazi's waiting room it's up there with barney miller's uh the theme to the Barney Miller television program, which is another best bass line of all time. All right, I'm out, everybody. Peace, love. Thanks for listening to the Cannabis Coffee Hour.
intelligence nor intellectual ability or intellectual intelligence at all. Because if it were, I mean, there's so many people with really um, sharp intellects, you know. They have such skill at comprehending of going to the point. So if that was all that it took, there'd be many, very, many, many uh, Buddhas who came to the the intellectual artery. 